I often encourage my clients or anybody who will listen, you don't always want to go with the cheapest option, the premium that is the lowest, even if the coverages seem good, because there's a lot of value in having an expert look at the policies for you, make sure they're interacting with each other the way that they're supposed to be. And also having a real human to talk to that you know, and that knows you in the event of a claim and navigating that claims process can be, you know, it's one of those things you don't really care about until you need it. And then it's immensely valuable. Hey, it's Justin Harvey. Thanks for tuning in to the Anesthesia and Pain Management Success Podcast. With APM Success, we take a close look at important topics pertaining to business, practice management, personal finance, and careers for anesthesiologists and pain management physicians. We work hard to take your critical questions straight to the experts. Thanks for listening. Hello, and welcome to APM Success. Today, I want to tackle a specific planning opportunity for physicians. Today, it's going to apply to everybody. We're going to do a part two next week that's going to be specific to practice owners. Before I dive into today's content, a couple quick housekeeping items. have an upcoming meeting in Miami in the middle of July for the Aspen Conference, the American Society of Pain and Neuroscience, meeting up with some clients down there and have a happy hour slated for friends of the show. So, any listeners who want to participate, drop me a line, Justin at APM Success, and we'll get you the details on that. Today is the first in a two-part series about coordinating property and casualty coverage, which is home, renters, auto, umbrella, and extra lines like boat, ATV, motorcycle, etc. Today's discussion, as always, is for informational and educational purposes only. Please work with a licensed insurance agent or broker to get your own coverage. But I do want to tackle this topic because I had a client who just got renewals, renewal notices in the mail. If you are in a similar circumstance, what you might be finding is that premiums are much higher this year than they were last year. Now, in the case of this client, they added a vehicle and swapped out one of their older vehicles, and they also added a driver so that those factors come into play in terms of premium pricing. But whenever the renewal arrives in your mailbox, it's always a good time to say, hey, What kind of coverage do I have? How much am I paying for it? And does it make sense to make a change? In my observation, physicians fall into two different camps. Earlier career physicians, especially when they're transferring, uh, when they're transitioning from training to attending hood. For these physicians, it's it's important to understand that robust coverage is needed, that a substantive premium payment is to be expected, and that that is actually a good value in terms of providing appropriate protection to your life, for your car, your house and all of the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. The second group would be mid-career physicians and the the recalibration of mindset, often appropriate for doctors in that circumstance, is thinking about an insurance broker or an insurance professional as a, a valued partner, someone who can really pay for themselves in terms of the the service, the access to good information, and in some cases, their ability to help you get significantly, I don't want to say cheaper, but I'll say appropriately priced coverage that sometimes results in meaningful cost savings versus just a default out-of-the-box option because of factors specific to your circumstances. And I have seen a huge difference between brokers that know what they're doing and brokers that don't. And so today, I want to talk a little bit about some of the the ways that we help our clients think through this and give you some food for thought as you perhaps assess when that renewal shows up in your mailbox, do you want to just re-up or do you want to shop around? One of the reasons that renewals are 
increasing significantly year over year right now is because, especially on the homeowner side, the cost of building is increasing significantly. Materials costs, labor costs, supply chain issues that contribute to this. Uh, this is you know not news to anybody, but it does mean that if you need to rebuild a house because it burned to the ground, it's going to cost you a lot less, a lot more today than it would two, three, four years ago. The same rationale is also true on the auto side. If you're in a vehicle that gets totaled, uh, replacing the that vehicle might cost a lot more than it has in past years. Or if you need a repair, your car might be in the shop for weeks or months while you're waiting on that part that is stuck in a shipping container in LA, you know, held up in customs or whatever. So the dynamics are changing and the cost is changing commensurately. This is not today going to be an in-the-weeds review of different types of insurance because that would put you to sleep and that's not what I'm here to do. But I do want to give you some perspective on the way that I think about this for physicians. And hopefully you'll find a few useful nuggets here for your own life. The first item I want to offer is a philosophical one related to what is an insurance premium? Obviously, when you buy anything, you know, you've got an exchange of money to get something that you don't have. You value the thing more than the money. And when you are purchasing an insurance policy, what I would Uh, submit to you is that you're getting more than an insurance policy when you're doing it the right way and when you're building insurance protection with a trusted partner. And I do have brokers that I work with uh, that are independent, that do an excellent job, and with whom I collaborate closely to help our clients. I also have some clients that go more the direct-to-consumer model and work with some of the bigger national chains in terms of their insurance. And that's fine. And I'm going to talk about the different types of places to get insurance. But I think having this category philosophically as insurance is a part of my life that I'm going to delegate. I'm going to pay an insurance premium. I'm going to get some protection for some parts of my life in exchange for that premium. But in addition, I'm taking a part of the analysis and the in the weeds awareness of different types of policies from different types of carriers and different protections associated with them. And I'm paying somebody else to deal with that for me. Now, for myself as an advisor, I'm closely looking at these policies for my clients, but if you are working directly with an insurance broker, a good broker is going to do a lot of this for you as well. And there's a lot of value to being able to delegate that to them. So for this reason, I often encourage my clients or anybody who will listen, you don't always want to go with the cheapest option, the premium that is the lowest, even if the coverages seem good. Because there's a lot of value in having an expert look at the policies for you, make sure they're interacting with each other the way that they're supposed to be. And also having a real human to talk to that you know, and that knows you in the event of a claim and navigating that claims process can be, you know, it's one of those things you don't really care about until you need it. And then it's immensely valuable. So in some cases, paying a little bit more when when it does cost more and it doesn't always, but paying a little bit more for an independent broker who's going to know you and going to be able to work with you longitudinally can be really beneficial. Another thing I would submit a way to think about this type of product in your life is that when you're a physician, you're busy, your life is complex in many ways. If you have a family, if you own a property or maybe two, if you have several vehicles, especially if you're a business owner, or maybe you have a type of, you know, your job demands a lot of you. And then your family or your loved ones or whatever other hobbies you have gets most of the rest. It's nice. It's a luxury that is afforded to you as a physician to be able to take a part of your life and not worry about it. And what specifically I'm talking about is 
getting insurance that is robust, that is essentially what I call Cadillac protection. If you're getting an insurance policy on your house, on your cars, on for umbrella coverage or for any other lines, get coverage where you know if something happens, you're not going to need to worry about it because you're, you know, life is busy. You're doing other things. Even if it's an extra three, five, seven hundred, twelve hundred dollars a year to go from, oh gosh, if I have a claim, I'm going to be sweating to, I'll just throw this at my independent broker. I'll let them figure it all out. And I'll know that I'm going to be fairly compensated for whatever the the problems are that are stemming from a claim incident. Generally, based on a physician's level of household income, I always recommend getting that robust protection. So if you're looking at different options, go for the beefier option. You'll seldom regret it. Also, you want to not neglect umbrella coverage. Umbrella is that extra layer of protection that sits on top of your homeowners. It sits on top of your auto policy. It sits on top of your other lines. And what that does is it takes you from the baseline liability protection or the base on your auto, the baseline coverages for property or for injury. And it boosts that protection by 500, a million, 2 million. Uh, one of the rules of thumb is to have umbrella coverage roughly commensurate with your net worth. That's a, a helpful starting point. I don't always adhere to that, but if you're just listening and you don't have an umbrella policy and you're wondering how much should I get, start with a million. If your net worth is significantly more than that, you may increase. You just want to make sure that you have an ample amount in the event of a significant claim. And this is going to give you that extra layer of protection on top of the other coverages. It's also really affordably priced on a dollars per million of coverage basis. It's way cheaper than any of the other policies. And so getting a million dollars of coverage might be three to five to $700 a year, depending on the state and the complexity of your circumstances. So it's pretty affordable to get that extra layer of, I know I'm not going to have to worry about this. Highly recommend doing that. Another thing to think about as you're considering revisiting your property and casualty coverage, your home auto umbrella, is what type of insurer are you binding coverage with? And specifically, there's a captive agent model versus an independent agent or independent broker model. And understanding these is really helpful when you're shopping. So if you just opened up that renewal and you're thinking, I want to look and see what else is out there, then you need to understand this difference. So captive agents would be like Geico, State Farm, USAA, and there's a number of others. But if you go to a captive agent, your agent is going to write you a policy with the insurer that employs them. That agent is essentially a distribution conduit for the product of the insurance company. Now, this is has pros and cons. The main con is that if you can get better, more robust protection from Progressive or from Erie, and you're at USAA trying to figure out what the best policy is for you, all that USAA can do for you is give you a USAA policy. Now, they can give you an excellent policy that can be very robust and well-priced, and they can give you great service, but they're not going to be able to look at the other options out there. If you go to an independent broker, that independent broker is going to be able to look at all the different companies that will associate with that independent brokerage. So there are many, many, many out there, and brokers have a lot of flexibility. What they can't do is write you a USAA policy or write you a GEICO policy because those insurance models are direct to consumer and they use only their agents to sell policies associated with those carriers. So what I generally recommend is if you're going to shop around to 
A, always use an independent broker to at least get some quotes and see where things stand. And when you do that, you know that they're shopping with a bunch of companies that will do business with independent brokers. And they you're immediately, automatically shopping with a number of solid, robust carriers to be able to get competitive pricing. What you can also do is go to the Geico's and the Progressive's and the State Farms and the USAA's, or maybe pick one or two of those to also shop and see how the pricing looks. And knowing that for those ones I just listed, an independent broker can't actually look at them. So they won't be able to tell you if there's a good option there. I really like USAA. They have great coverage. And many of my clients who have USAA often are very loyal to them and seldom want to leave them, even if there's a meaningful price difference because their customer service is great and they've been with them for a long time. And that's great. There are other carriers that, you know, captive models that don't do as well, that aren't as competitive. And frankly, the price gets blown out of the water. And it often makes sense to leave those carriers. There are also some states, California, Florida, New York, to name a few, where Florida, for instance, using an independent broker is difficult because getting insurance is difficult because of a lot of different reasons. Lots of crazy drivers, hurricanes. It's a tough place to insure. And so if you're in Florida, it's actually more likely that you might need a captive agent rather than a broker who may have very limited options. So it always depends on what state you're in and what type of coverage configuration you're after. But I always recommend doing independent broker plus one or two captives to make sure that you're getting a reasonable deal. Finally, to wrap it up, as you're doing this refresh on your insurance program, it's always important to be aware that if you have the umbrella policy, if you have the homeowner's policy, this does not cover any professional duties. So if you're worried about MedMal and a claim against your medical vocation, you need good MedMal coverage. And if something happens and there's a claim in excess of your MedMal protection, then your umbrella policy or your homeowner's policy, the, the general liability portion of those policies, policies is not going to help you. You need to make sure that on the professional side and on the business side, if you're a practice owner or surgery center owner, and you want to make sure that your efforts there are protected or that your, you know, your employees there are protected from employment claims or that you're protected from their claims. Or, you know, if somebody there's a slip and fall at your office or anything like that, that's all separate. We're going to talk more about that next week. But you got to understand that your personal coverages. Even the umbrella policy does not cover anything that happens professionally. So make sure that you're working with an advisor or an insurance broker that can help you look at the big picture and ensure that all the component parts of your coverage are accounted for. Hope this is helpful. Mostly just wanted to give you some things to think about. If your renewals are going up, now you know why. And now you have a basic model for how to shop them if you need to. Next week, we'll do the practice owner version of this. Stay tuned. Thanks as always for your time. If you liked what you heard this week, head on over to apmsuccess.com where you can find more content and free resources to help you build a successful career in anesthesia and pain management. If you wanted to leave a review in iTunes, I'd also really appreciate it. Thanks for using some of your valuable time to join me today on APM Success.